Okay, I think we're good. All right, Matteo Gunta, how are you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Ciao, ciao, Brad. I'm doing pretty well, thank you. What yeah, about nice you? To, no, well, I'm doing great. It's nice to talk to you. I'm trying to do this uh, this podcast where we get around the whole world and talk to different people from around the world. And uh, you're somebody that I've certainly wanted for a, a while to talk to. And uh, you're one of the, the most Thanks, uh, interesting people in the swimming community. And uh, you've got an incredible story. So I think we... We could share that today. So for those that don't know much about you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Ah, what I can say. Um, let's, uh, let's start with the, with the beginning. Um, I start uh, coaching at the, uh, in 2009. Mm -hmm. uh, I was uh, joined the ADN Zoom project with Andrea De Nino. Mm -hmm. uh, it's Italian coach. Uh, uh, um, he decided to to build up this uh, this team uh, with uh, a lot of uh, very good athletes, uh, Milorad Cavic, uh, Evgeny Korotishkin, and uh, you know that was uh, how, how how everything began. Um, I spent over there like uh, three years and a half until uh, London 2012, mm -hmm. and then I got this uh, this good opportunity to move uh, uh, in uh, Verona and uh, be on the side of uh, um, Philippe Luca as mm -hmm. an assistant coach and then follow the the strength uh, the strength uh, uh, the strength side so the gym side all the uh, all the program the strength program for uh, Federica Pellegrini and after uh, after a couple of years uh, I start to follow her like uh, completely from uh, swimming side and from uh, uh, from strength side, and uh, and then you know it's that it's pretty like known story. You know, mm -hmm. uh, we had a great time together. Uh, she she's an amazing athlete, but you know you, you don't you, you don't need to you you don't need me to 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 say that mm -hmm. uh, she did great. Uh, she was uh, someone I think of the, the greatest. Uh, not just because uh, she was able to to win quite a lot, but uh, in the end she was able to keep uh, very high performance swimming uh, uh, from when she was uh, 16, 15 years old uh, until uh, she got 33 years old with the last uh, Olympic game in Tokyo. In Tokyo, right. right now she she gave up, so I I moved forward. I'm still in Verona. Uh, I have pretty good uh, uh, team over there. Uh, still uh, working with the Italian Federation, and right now mm, we are having like our national championship. Uh, they are good for uh, uh, for the world championship qualification and uh, European championship. Uh, for us, it's very important this season the European championship because it's all the host in uh, in Rome. It's gonna be a great uh, a great competition in uh, one of the best uh, facility in the world yeah yeah well it's uh it's an incredible story now obviously the accent and where you're saying you're from you're you're italian so uh you swam yourself right you were a pretty good swimmer too yeah i i mean not that great uh, but it was very very fast uh, in the let's say in young age until 17 18 years old mm -hmm. i i was doing some some good uh, sprint uh, in fly and free 
but then uh, you know how it goes uh, it's very difficult to to practice this sport uh, you know it's it's about uh, perseverance it's about to be constant it's about to to work a lot uh, and uh, you know i i didn't get that i didn't got it uh, i was a guy that uh, likes to to have fun and you know <laughs> it's something that <laughs> Honestly, you know, I I understand I understand I understood this uh, later. You know, when uh, mm. you you move in the other side when you start to coaching, mm. uh, and uh, you know, I didn't reach uh, the that level that I was uh, looking for. Of course, as everybody uh, playing sport, uh, uh, the, the 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 dream, you know, it's to 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 participate to, uh, to Olympic Games. You know, so I mm. was. Uh, far away from that uh, but uh, uh, I I want it so uh, so strongly that uh, you know I I pretend to do, to do it uh, as, as a coach <laughs> well these days you are also people know that you're engaged to, to Federica uh, congratulations on that when when is the wedding thank you uh, in the end of August after and the European championship yeah this uh, this year. Okay. Has the has the planning started? How how much are you involved in the planning? How much say do you get in the, where the wedding? What's what's it, happening with the wedding? It, you know, man. When when I was watching movies, uh, it's always about like the, the 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 women's side. You know, they they like to do it. You know, they like mm -hmm. to to plan everything. I know mm -hmm. from my side, I expect to do nothing at all. <laughs> and in the end, I'm working <laughs> working quite a lot about about all these. Uh, huge event uh, hopefully the, the the most important event in my life in our life right right yeah i mean it, it is uh, obviously going to be a huge event uh, i mean federica as all of us know is is a superstar in in italy so what, what's it like not only to coach uh, a superstar but now to be to be planning a wedding for somebody that is so famous uh, is is it difficult in to to manage kind of the, the the training and then also the preparations for a wedding kind of thing? I mean, it must be a lot of people with a lot of eyeballs on you guys all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, I, I I had like several interviews speaking about sport, about swimming, about training about methodologies about everything mm. uh arguing about sport and you know last last week i had this tv show we had this interview i was talking about uh, uh about our life our private life that was not so so simple for me you know mm. uh you never you never you never be ready to i mean for, it's from my side i'm quite like a shy guy and uh it's it, it was very difficult by the way um yeah federica is, is a star uh she's a star and you know she will always have someone like on on her side uh, try to follow her like try to uh maybe take a picture like paparazzi or whatever mm. so it's just try to let's say to to do, to not give uh, so much importance to this uh, this stuff, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. living your life, just be like quiet and easy, and that's it. Yeah. As her coach, 
at the time, how was the discussion in terms of retirement? Why, why did she decide to retire now? Why did you guys make that decision together to, to end her career kind of, um, you know, this year? Uh, for uh, for her, um, during uh, the the season, the uh, Olympic season, Rio Olympic season, so 2015, 2016, uh, mm -hmm. she had an incredible uh, season, starting uh, uh, with uh, uh, with the European Championship, uh, and then was uh, uh, was very fast, uh, pretty fast. Uh, she was swimming quite well in the hundred, quite well in the two hundred. She was swimming her best time uh, uh, without, of course, the full body swimsuit. Uh, she was ready. She was ready in Rio Olympic, and she was like aiming the the the, the goal to to win at least a medal over there. And what happens over there? Everybody knows she got the fourth place, and that was uh, very painful for everybody, for the staff, for the team, and mostly for her. What I told her is like to take her time to decide what she want to do because at the beginning uh, she said that she want to stop swimming after Rio Olympics mm -hmm. and uh, after uh, one month she she went back to me and she she talked talked to me and she was ready to to jump uh, in the water again she was uh, pretty uh, upset about what uh, what happened the, the previous season the olympic season and uh, she wanted to 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 take uh, back what uh, uh, she was feeling was her you know mm -hmm. so be back on the podium uh, be back uh, on the top of the world and uh, you know i was there i was uh, i was uh, surprised surprised she was to to because i, I knew her you know but I didn't knew that she was so strong, so, mm -hmm. so, so brave. And, uh, you know, she went back, she was swimming like, like never. And uh, in Budapest 2017, she was able to win the, the gold. Mm -hmm. um, then she decided to, to take a break after that, because uh, again, she was not anymore like 20 years old, 24 years old. She was mm -hmm. a girl with a lot of mileage on her shoulder. So we decided to take one year uh, uh, break, just not completely break from swimming, but uh, like swimming uh, different stuff, uh, different things, uh, swimming a little bit less, uh, just one per, one per day, do something different in the gym. And uh, after 2018, we have this European championship. She was good, but not like, like uh, always. And in September 2018, uh, she said, like, okay, I want to go back to train hard. I, I, I want to prepare the 200 freestyle. She had, again, this uh, amazing uh, season. Uh, what was surprising me was the, the time she swam in the final in uh, Guangzhou. Uh, 154.2 for her was uh, really, like, really fast. Mm. Oh, honestly, uh, over what we we expect from that, uh, from that competition. Mm. Uh, and then, uh, we, we decide to, we, we said like, you no, know, we, it's 2019. There are one more here. We are on the top of the world. So we, we can try to do something, something good at the Olympics in Tokyo. And then, uh, she said, and then I wanna, I wanna stop with swimming. I wanna quit. 
and uh, and then you know the problem was uh, uh, what happened uh, in uh, in March about like COVID, about the pandemic situation, about mm. the postpone of uh, Olympic Games. Mm. There was the right thing to do, but uh, you know if I have to talk about her, for her was uh, was very 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 bad uh, situation, even worse. Yeah. Uh, she was keeping swimming. She was keep like trying to do it. She was uh, training very hard in 2021, but uh, you know she was not the same, uh, uh, the same, uh, the same freshness, the same uh, uh, quality we we had in the the previous year in 2020 and 2019. Mm. And uh, so the, the main goal was, you know. For her, it's very important to have a purpose, to have a, to have a, like a very important goal. For her, like the fifth Olympic Games was uh, a good result to participate, but in the end, uh, uh, she wanted to be in the final. You know, she wanted to be the first uh, uh, mm-hmm. female to be in the fifth final, straight final uh, mm-hmm. at the Olympic Games. Right. So that was the main, the main, uh, the main goal for that season. Wow. We individualize training in the pool, so why not individualize your nutrition? Erica Barney of Barney Wellness Building will help you and your swimmers get exactly what each athlete needs through genetic testing and personalized nutrition plans. So stop guessing what you should and shouldn't be putting into your body. Athletes within a few weeks have noticed they're recovering faster because they're fueling their body with what they need and staying away from what their body hates. Erica understands swimming. She gets it. She's worked with over 20 Olympians, including the fastest man in the world, Caleb Dressel. Group discounts are available. So go to Biney Wellness Building and get in touch with Erica today. That's Biney, B-E-I-N-E, wellnessbuilding.net. Wow. Well, how do you, I've had some experience with this in terms of um, coaching Bruno, helping coach Bruno Frattis and, and his wife, Michelle being involved and being on the deck and coaching him just from your perspective, how do you manage it as, you know, somebody that's obviously in a, in a relationship with Federica, but, but then as her, as her main coach, uh, is that difficult for you? But uh, honestly, not honestly, not, uh, Brad, because at the beginning, uh, uh, our relationship was just, uh, uh, coach and athletes. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, we keep it until 2000, uh, 2018. Mm-hmm. And then was uh, everything was very natural. You know, um, this uh, relationship evolved, you know, was built uh, during this, uh, this season, these years. And uh, honestly, not, nothing, nothing changed. Um, was uh, when, when we were like, in the pool, in the pool deck, in the swimming mm-hmm. pool, in the in the gym, uh, the uh, our relationship was still uh, like coach and athletes. Mm-hmm. And then out of the pool was different story, but uh, you know, uh, again, was not so difficult for me. Of course, of course, sometimes uh, uh, you know when something is not going in the right way, uh, you know, and then you are all day long together uh, it's it's difficult you know yeah uh, but uh, again was not not that much for me what about this do you get do you get protective of her when you see something in in the newspapers or on the 
Um, people don't read news, newspapers anymore, do they? But uh, on the internet I, or on, on television or, uh, you know, I, do, you, do you get very protective? I, I, I had to. I had to, but just because uh, with all this social media, all this uh, uh, ex exposition she has, you know, in, uh, in Italy, uh, I let her understand that, uh, like, it could be not like 100% of people follow her. Uh, they, 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 they are not 100% love her, you know, mm. they're like some, mm. some shitty old that they will always uh, complain. They will mm -hmm. always like say bad words to her. She will always like say bad, bad shit to her. Mm -hmm. And she, I, I tried to explain her just to don't give uh, a shit about all these, uh, these people, uh, mm -hmm. that they do not, uh, do not love her. Just yeah. take consideration, take care of people that, uh, that, uh, are on her side, are close to her, you know, uh, her family, her friends, uh, me and like all the staff, uh, all the people that love her, all the others. Mm, who does it care, you know? Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me ask you a technical swimming question then, because I'm interested in this. How do you yeah. coach a woman to swim 154 in the 200 freestyle? <laughs> and tell me the secret here. What, what do they need to do? What do they have to be doing to swim that fast? Because it's incredibly fast. There's not many women that can that can swim at that pace. Uh, it's the same kind of like, uh, you know, how would you coach a guy to swim 144 in the 200 free it's it's a very similar kind of uh relationship so just so talk to me about what you do for federica to get her to swim that fast so uh what i can tell you brett uh she got at that point uh in two different ways in the in the previous part of her career when she was uh, coached by uh alberto castagnetti mm -hmm. um and she she swam 2009 and 2008 uh, was 154 nine uh, in the 2008 olympic games in beijing then was a 152 nine in uh, in rome of course with full body suit that right. that for sure mm -hmm. uh but again it's comparable if you compare you can say is is uh it's it's not like so scientific, but it could be like 150, 53.9, 154.4, mm -hmm. flat, something like that. So yeah. in that period, she was uh, swimming a lot of mileage. Mm -hmm. She was swimming a lot. She was like uh, swimming more and more uh, with uh, good quality, good quality workout, but not that much. Mm -hmm. In the second part of her career, when I start to, to coach her, uh, uh, I, I start to cut a lot of mileage and, uh, you know, and try to focus on, on, on the swimming, on the quality, on the pace workouts, uh, and, uh, on the, the rest time, you know, for me, it's very important that athletes, uh, train uh, quite hard and a lot, but at the same time, it's very important that they have, uh, they have rest, they have to rest, they have to relax their, their body, they have to allow their body to to compensate to to have a compensation otherwise there is no no meaning mm -hmm. mostly if they are like at certain age you know when they are young they can do whatever uh, whatever and whatever they want mm -hmm. it's it's easier when they start to 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 behold you know the body doesn't react in the same way and you need to 
do specific workouts and uh, you know know exactly when it's time to push and when it's time to to rest right yeah so tell me okay when you took over the coaching and and kind of your theory and how you were going to get the best out of her give me a rundown of how many workouts a week how much mileage and and when was she doing pace work for the 200 so uh, what i did with federica uh the the training schedule uh the week the week training schedule was uh, about like eight workout in uh, in the water plus mm -hmm. three times in the gym mm -hmm. um here in italy we used when you swim like middle distance middle distance like from 200 and more uh, they training like at least nine uh, ten times per week Mm -hmm. uh we and she she did uh, that when she was young she was like swimming again like uh uh nine times ten times per week and doing like more uh more mileage more uh kilometers mm -hmm. uh with me when we were we, when we were like in the in the EV period uh, we was uh like swimming about uh, not more than 50 55 kilometers per uh per week mm -hmm. And then when we we go to the to the quality period, uh, uh, it's about like 40, 44 kilometers per uh, per week. That right. is not that much. Yeah. In Italy, yeah. in Italy, when I start to do it, everybody was uh, telling me that I, I was crazy. I was mm. like uh, not uh, not in the in the right position, in the right way. But you know, I I strongly believe that uh, you you understand that just when you start to to do it you know mm -hmm. you cannot say it before you have to try it you have to follow like different ways uh, different different type of methodology and then uh, and then adjust and then change but uh, first you have to experiment you know you have to right. do it i agree yeah i agree that's it's a good experiment i think it paid off really well too so g give me an example of a uh, federica pellegrini 200 freestyle uh, workout, you know, something that she maybe does regularly or something that she's done well in the past where where you're swimming that 200 pace, you're trying to get that pace out of her. What's an example of something she would do? So there's like um, several like sets we, we did like several times with mm -hmm. the frequency. Uh, one of that was um, this uh, uh, progressive set is about like 850s plus uh, one two hundred mm -hmm. uh for like four five four five times mm -hmm. and uh, the eight fifty is uh, progressive uh from the first to the to the fourth set and the 200 progressive from the first to the fourth set mm. uh with the recovery time the first uh, the first set like the 50s on uh, 40 uh, and then the second set on 45 the third one on 55 and the last one on one minute Mm. Uh, what I was asking her uh, is to improve her speed during mm. the set from the first to the fourth with like keep the, 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 the swimming, the swim technique. And then what was very difficult was to uh, keep that kind of swim from the, from the fifties to the two hundreds. Mm. So in the same set, you know, I, I give an example, uh, she was uh, swimming eight, eight fifties on 40 with a 30 second average average pace mm -hmm. and then she she should swim in a 200 about uh, 
let's say two two or six something like that mm-hmm. you know with uh, with all the turns and what the all, with the, all the stuffs you know is uh, is about it the last one uh, when share to swim like is going to be very fast like 28 flat uh, and then the 200 is all out uh, of the block uh, and then whatever i have left uh, in the inner tank uh, and that's it what could she do there what what have you seen her do on maybe on that last round or or maybe in in a in a dive 200 in practice what what would she go i uh, when she, when she was like in in very good shape uh, uh she was swimming 158 159 mm. long course of course mm. and uh she was really good i mean she's an athlete that she can easily swim the 400 freestyle but uh she didn't like it you know it was a distance uh, that uh, she never liked it. Mm. even when, when she was very strong and when she she swam it very very fast like in rome like in uh, in several in shanghai or in several other other uh, other competition um but uh, again she's a, she's a girl that it could uh, it could be helpful for her like swim with uh, with uh, with men's not mm-hmm. with girls in italy it was very difficult to to put someone on uh, on her side as a partner uh, as a swim partner because a female swim partner because uh, there was no way to be at the same at the same level yeah interesting i like that that's a great set thanks for sharing that because uh people people will love that set i haven't heard that one before on this podcast so uh i'm sure there'll be many people trying that set now in the future <laughs> the federica <laughs> pellegrini 200 freestyle set so um what about this uh, look i've seen her swim many 200 freestyles in- incredible racer just a beautiful racer i think that's the the best thing, the, the the thing that people really connect with her the most is she was a racer. You know, when yeah. when when she was on the blocks, you you knew she was going to be a chance to win because she would just fight. As a coach, tell me her race strategy. What were the things that you were talking about in order to swim the best two hundred? What what was the strategy for her? So the best strategy for her was to uh, go out fast with like not uh, not uh, high stroke rate so uh, swimming well and with a good technique uh, and keep some 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 energy uh, on the tank for the last part the second and third 50s are the most difficult 50s uh, usually because uh, you know she was uh, using after the first 50 to drop the the stroke rate drop the speed and then to to have again more energy in the last part of the race but uh in the best race she she got the second the third and the fourth 50s they are almost even uh so it's all about like uh, balance is for her was always about balance uh go out faster not more than 50 56 55 high and then uh third 50 keep the pace and the fourth one like she 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 love it she love when she's with someone on on her side she's a fighter she's uh someone that always uh fight until the end you know mm. and that was uh, her strength even because uh all the other athletes they they knew that in the last 50 she was uh she was the best 
Yeah. Uh, and you know, from psychological point of view, if you are you're in in your opponent, you know, err on your side, the last fifty is not uh, it's not simple. It's not so easy. I'd like to introduce our newest sponsor, Swim Angelfish. Swim Angelfish is an online certification program that strengthens your teaching curriculum to serve swimmers of all abilities. Swim Angelfish will prepare you and your instructors with the skills to teach swimmers with autism, physical disabilities, anxiety, sensory and motor conditions, and more. Learn to teach skills faster and with more comfort with Swim Angelfish. Apply for an only alpha pool product scholarship and receive up to 50% off your certification. Go to swimangelfish.com today to apply. Tell me about that because I'm very interested in, in the psychology of swimming and, and, and studying champions. I mean, you've had uh, a very close relationship with one of the greatest of all time, you know? So what's the psychology of someone like Federico when, when she's at her best, can you give us an example of, of a moment, maybe a, a race, an event where, where you just knew, oh, like she's in a very special place right now. She's, she's going to be very tough to beat. And then she went out there and executed something that's in your memory of, of, a, of a time where you had that experience with her. Yeah. Um, it happens like, let's say a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, once uh, was in uh, Windsor during the short course championship, world championship. Uh, we we wanted because uh, it was the, the last uh, world title that she didn't get yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, because for her, like short course was not uh, not simple at all. Uh, and you know she was um, she was relaxed. She was uh, easy uh all day long uh, in that at, the, at that time uh, she was swimming pretty good she never felt like uh, um, some something was not uh, in the right way mm-hmm. she was jumping in uh, she was swimming her uh, her best uh, and uh, you know the, I, I had that feeling that she was uh, all all race long she was doing uh, exactly what she what she was uh she wanted to do it you know Mm -hmm. uh one other time was in guangzhou in 2019 Mm -hmm. uh we didn't expect anything from that uh from that world championship because was the i mean the the goal was in was tokyo 2020 was a a season we tried with like our our like uh training to go back to the 200 but uh she went there i think was the sixth or the, se- the seventh time uh, in the world that that uh, that year and uh, was everything was very very easy you know uh, qualification the prelims in the morning she was very smooth very very easy swim then the semi-final when she went out of the water in the, semi- in the semi-final i i i remember her her, her eyes uh, her like um, uh, expression in her face, you know, I, mm. I I knew it. I already knew it that she was uh, ready to do something important in the final. You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You can see that that look in their eyes sometimes, where it's like I've I've got it. What about this? Uh, has there been a time that you can remember where she had that look of concern or that uh, that that look of worry or, or or things weren't going well for her and somehow she pulled it out like when her back was against the wall obviously great champions are born from 
really difficult moments as well. And and it hasn't been always easy for her. So has there been a moment for her where you where you thought, wow, she just doesn't have it today, and then she goes out and does something extraordinary? Hey, you know, Brett, uh, um, Federica, she's someone that she uh, exactly know uh, what she needs to do. Uh, she she knows uh, if uh, uh, the training went well, mm -hmm. if the all all the season training went well. So she know if uh, he, he, she's ready. If she's not, is uh, the first one that uh, uh, is telling me like you know it's not it, it's not uh, it's not good for me to swim. It's not good for me to go at that competition. Mm -hmm. Honestly, during this like 10 years uh she was uh, she was uh, very pretty ready and in shape uh, in every in every situation um the only like competition she she was uh, not in good uh, in good shape uh, i think was not about uh, her shape was about uh, even because you know sometimes you have to fight uh, someone that is better prepared than you Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, th that's it. That that sport, that is performance sport, like swimming. You know, when you are uh, uh, you are racing with other athletes that have uh, this, they are they are starving, they are hungry. You know, they they want it more than you, and sometimes they training better than you. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, it never happened that she was very in a very very bad situation. That she was like doing something uh, something mm -hmm. amazing. You know what it's what is one of her like um, what i can say what is amazing from her that she's someone that her talent is uh her like perseverance is uh is is very constant girl is something that uh she's uh, someone that uh, every day she give uh, everything she had you know in training mm. and she was built by by her uh, uh, mental strength in training Mm. The, the the competition was just a result of uh, her, her strength in, in training i was going to say that i was i was going to say well you know what are the things what are the lessons here that other people can learn from her you know what could you share about her i mean obviously she comes to practice every day and she gives it up you know and this is very difficult for somebody that's a superstar that has all the you know everybody just kind of at her feet you know, uh, offering her whatever she wants, whenever she wants. She can take all the luxuries. She can take the easy way out. But what you're telling me is she makes the decision to come to work every day and push herself to be great. Is is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. I mean, uh, in, when I when I was mad with her, was not just no, was not because she was not doing. Uh, a good workout i was mad with her because she she's never satisfied mm. she she wanted to go faster every day you know and sometimes uh, when you have this kind of approach uh, the coach uh, has to tell you like hey you, you did well you know mm. you did a great great training it was perfect perfectly executed you know mm -hmm. and uh, several times you know i had to do it because uh, she was never satisfied on uh, what she was uh, she was doing in training Sometimes she, she even not realized that she was going pretty fast. Um, mm. 
she has she has this uh, this thinking that she need to do uh, more and more and more. Like um, she she need to be uh, not ready to swim one fifty four. She have to be ready to swim one fifty two to be able to swim one fifty four. You know, mm. you know. I don't know if you if you if you understand what I mean. Uh, she... I do. I do understand what you mean exactly. I, I had. I had an athlete uh, by the name of Cesar Cielo who was very similar to this. Nothing ever satisfied him. He was just nothing was good enough. Nothing was fast enough, and yet we had. I had days where I was like, "That was incredible," but for him, it, it wasn't good enough. You know, he's like his standard, <laughs> yeah. his standard of excellence was way above everybody else's standard of excellence. So I can imagine yeah. the champions are like this, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think this is one of. Uh that skill that uh, make the difference between uh, to be a good athlete and to be a, a champion. Now, as her future husband, do you worry about this into her, into her next phase of her life? How, how is she going to satisfy this need to, to, to push and be great like this? Uh, is there a worry for you? No, honestly not. Uh, what happened in, um, in Tokyo uh, was something amazing uh, again for her because she was uh, elected uh, as uh, a, an Olympic committee in the IOC, IOC as IOC member. Mm. Uh, and this was very good for her because uh, the day the day after she was uh, quit with swimming, she started to, to work in sport in a different way, but in a very important one. Uh, I think she deserved it. And uh, again, she was uh, starting again to, to study, starting to uh, to try to be uh, uh, to 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 have the knowledge to, to do that kind of job in the in the in the right yeah. way. Yeah. So she didn't have that time to think about uh, uh, about her decision to quit swimming. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and that was important because I think one of the one of the the worst thing for athletes uh athletes that they, they they swim all day all all their life you know uh when they quit swimming uh sometimes it's difficult to to change because you know in swimming when you are a world championship olympic champion and then you know you turn the page and you would like to be at the same level in in your job in your in your work but you know it never happened mm uh and sometimes it's very difficult to to to, to understand and to to go uh, to to do it you know to 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 pass the time uh, very complicated for you yeah and for her was a little bit easier because of this because of this job because of uh of uh of her uh, let's, let's say capacity to to focus uh, on on her new life. Yeah. Well, hopefully one day we'll get the chance to talk to her on the podcast. Maybe I can I can talk to her one day after things settle down for her after the wedding and all that sort of thing. But uh, what about this? Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it, tell me this. Um, you know, Italian swimming is a, is kind of a mystery. You know, it's 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 like this own. Everything stays in Italy. You know, it's it's um, most countries. Uh, are more open you have an understanding of what's going on in the country and athletes come out and they they swim in america not a lot of italians come out of italy and not a lot of coaches move out of the italian culture so it's it seems to be a very 
secluded kind of um, closed off in a way it's it's mysterious in a way so tell me where where is italian swimming what what is the state of italian swimming right now hey brett what what i've seen in tokyo was this uh, uh great result for us mostly for like uh, men's side you know we won like a uh, couple of medal in the relays uh, four by one hundred freestyle, four by one hundred uh, mixed, uh, and then we got some these individual medals. So we have these new talented uh, young guys. Uh, um, but if you are asking me why they we, we had this uh, this great result in Tokyo, that is pretty difficult answer uh, because uh, I think uh, um, Italian coaches they are quite good they are prepared they they need they they, they wanted to 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 learn uh, every day more they 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 are very good uh, but at the same time uh, we are still like uh, as you said like close in our in our country mm -hmm. uh, we and i think we need to to uh, to see what all the others are doing and you know what happened is like when some someone is doing something different compare you we are we are telling like yeah this is doing shit you know this is not good right and th this is not the right the right way to to improve you know uh, yeah. i think uh, uh, it's it's very useful to to understand that you are never reached the the, the point that you know everything Right. You know, you, you you can learn every time something more, and uh, for us it's difficult to say he is doing a a good job, a great job. You know, it's about like that jealousy in Italy. You know, the the, the coaches are jealous of the others, of mm -hmm. the athletes, of they are doing like uh, they are having good result. Uh, we are close, but not that close. Right. Uh, I I really like like the the U.S. Uh, uh, mentality. You know, when you go like out uh, in Olympic Games or World Championship, this seems like they are very like all together. You know, yeah. they they are cheering all together. They, it's group is is the the the, the strength of the group and uh, all the result. Uh, they are even better because of that. Mm -hmm. uh, for us, it's like they're like small group uh, inside the, the big group of uh, of the the national uh, the national team right. and that is not like helping us a lot right uh, but i can tell you that compare what uh, was the the principal concept of methodology uh, like 10 15 years uh, ago right now we understand that uh, is not just about uh, swimming a lot yeah you know? Yeah. Uh, this is why we have pretty good like middle and long distance swimmers. This is like from from ever and ever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very complicated type of workout, you know. Athletes want to be fast, you know, want to to swim uh, a short training session. Mm -hmm. They want to to be sprinters, but not mm -hmm. everybody have the quality to be a sprinter, you know. <laughs> So maybe they change uh, they change sport. It is okay in swimming. I'm not good. Maybe I play something different, like uh, soccer okay. or whatever. 
right. Yeah, yeah. Here, what we do is uh, you are not good in sprinting. Okay, so you can swim uh, middle distance swimmer, middle distance uh, distance uh, swimming. Yeah. You're not good in middle distance. Okay, you maybe go to open water swimming. <laughs> Just keep moving back that way. Vasa has been the go-to training tool outside of the pool for over 30 years. Vasa's products are ideal for developing power and proper technique in your swimmer's catch. Add a few Vasa trainers to your pool deck and it's like adding an extra lane to your swimming pool. Go to vasatrainer.com, use code BREAD at checkout and get 10% off anything from Vasa. Destro Swim Towers. Gain strength in the water with a tower of power. Save $150 per double swim tower by using code BRETT, B-R-E-T-T, at checkout. DestroMachines.com. I mean, you must have had a pretty interesting uh, experience as the head coach of Aqua Centurions, you know, traveling around and seeing different coaches and interacting with different coaches. That's that's different, right? That's, that's a great experience to be with so many different cultures, so many different people in the ISL. Um, I hope it continues, right? That that for me is a, it was an amazing experience. Uh, I, I started from the, the season one, from the first season, and uh, you know it's it's crazy i think the the format it's good it could be like uh, better but uh, it's it's very good for coaches it's very good for athletes it's like uh, sharing experiences uh, it's like mm, different kind of swimming you know mm. um honestly i'm i'm pretty sad that this season uh, uh, will be no no season four Mm -hmm. uh, is postponed 2023. Hopefully, uh, the Ukrainian war uh, will will end soon, and uh, the patron uh, Grigorichin will like have uh, her, uh, let's say, uh, her uh, asset back, uh, mm -hmm. and he will be able again to to produce this uh, this uh, the this ISL, this uh, this amazing uh, format. Yeah. Uh, you know, in all my all my career, like uh, I'm not anymore so young. I'm 40 years old in like a couple of weeks. Uh, no, I'm joking. I'm young. I'm very young. <laughs> yeah, you're young. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I had the chance when I was working with Andre Nino to meet uh, Jakob Ryan, to meet uh, some very good uh, other like coaches, and you know, share experiences is always the best way to to grow up, to, to improve and to, to be, to be better. Mm -hmm. And I sell, allow you to, to do it, you know, yeah, for sure. uh, sharing experiences, sharing like, uh, sets, uh, and the methodology, how you, how you build your season, you know, it's always good to, to, to know what all the others best coach in the world are doing, you know, and yeah. doing it. Absolutely. All right, let me finish with a couple of just uh, silly questions. But uh, what makes you proud to be Italian? <laughs> um, I can tell you that every time I go out of my country, uh, I even in beautiful countries, I love states. I love uh, uh, France. I love uh, Spain, Portugal. Uh, uh, there's plenty of uh, beautiful uh, culture out out there, but mm -hmm. uh, 
after a while i need to i need to go back uh, at home and at home it doesn't mean like in my in my childhood 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 house or mm. uh, in my hometown but home it means italy you know mm-hmm. it's about food it's about uh, people it's about uh, weather it's about uh, you know there's plenty of beautiful uh, places uh, in here and you know what what we we do our mistake our, our biggest mistake as italian is uh, to start to um, uh, to visit our, uh, other countries uh, before to 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 visit our country you know mm, uh, yeah. it's plenty of beautiful uh, or beautiful uh, places again all all around uh, all across the country uh, yeah. wherever you go you have a special food a special wine a special like old building to visit uh, it's it's a museum you know it's an mm. open air museum i love i love italy man i love italy it's, it's easily my favorite country in the world i love rome too the history of rome i'm absolutely fascinated with the history of rome i'm i can't watch enough anything you put rome anything and i'm watching it it doesn't <laughs> matter I'm just i'm addicted i've been to rome many times i love the place i right, tell me this then what's your favorite italian dish what's the what's the what's your favorite food to eat uh, uh let's let's think about because there are several eh? mm-hmm. um, uh, of course as italian i love uh, pasta mm-hmm. uh, but uh, i love sweet uh, i love uh, i love everything man uh if i have to tell you one uh what's the I what's the one you... what's the one italian dish you could eat seven days a week you think <laughs> <laughs> um i love like i love tiramisu is a is a is a cake is a cake mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. if i eat uh, it all you eat that longer, seven days a week no 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 way i go to the hospital straight <laughs> what about your favorite pasta dish what's your favorite pasta dish how do you like your pasta made uh i love carbonara, carbonara. i'm i i'm really good on prepare it um, I'm, pre- yeah, yeah, I'm an expert. Oh, <laughs> so that sounds like a sounds time, like an next, invitation next, to come over for dinner. Next Is that time, right? next time you come, you come in Italy, you come to visit Italy, you you you, you call me and I I made it for you. I made it up for you. Yes, um, that's what I'm talking about. I love it. Carbonara, lasagne, tortellini, uh, mm. plenty of <laughs> plenty of pasta. Plenty. And you make it? You make the pasta yourself? Homemade pasta? No, no, oh. I'm not that good. I'm not okay. that good man. Okay. I I don't have I don't have so much time. <laughs> but well, I, I would like to. You know my my grandmother it's my grandmother my mother sure. they 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 did it great. They are doing it great. Uh once I going to ask them to to teach me how, how to do it, how Absolutely. to make it. Yeah. Uh other than your home city, what's your favorite city in in Italy? Um I I I really, I really love Venice. Venice. Venice, uh, it's it's incredible. It's mm-hmm. incredible. My hometown right now, it's Verona. E- even Verona, it's it's amazing. It's amazing because it's not that big. Uh, it's uh, um, a small town, a small city, but you know, it's plenty of uh, people all around. Uh, every every day a week, uh, it's plenty of tourists. Uh, it's it's great. Mm. and uh you 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 really love it if you don't if you've never been there just 
come and I, 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 I will be your chaperone and let you visit uh, Verona. I'd love to do that, man. I tell you, listen, one of my greatest life experiences was 1997. I got to compete at the uh, World University Games in Sicily. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was it was incredible, man. So one night after the competition, I went out and I was coming home late. I was coming home early hours <laughs> of the morning. I was having a good time, all right? Um, coming home late and at, I was walking back to the hotel. And as I was coming to the hotel, I walked past kind of a, a fish market. So all the all the fishermen were coming in and they were laying their fish down on the ground and they had all the, the men there who were you know, arguing over the fish and buying the fish. I mean, some of the most incredible fish I've ever seen in my life was just laying on the ground and there were, had these men that were bargaining and buying and, you know, it was, uh, and I just I sat there for like an hour watching these guys just argue over fish in Italian. It was, uh, it was an incredible experience. Yeah, so, the, 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 mo the morning market, uh, it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's crazy. Yeah, the morning market in Sicily, man. What an experience. But um, yeah, I love the country, man. Beautiful country. Listen, Matteo, th thanks for doing this, man. Um, what's the next big thing for you? Other than the wedding, what's the next big thing? Um, I, I had with my guys uh, a pretty good result here in, uh, in the national championship. Uh, a couple of them, they get qualified for the world championship. Uh, uh, others for the European championship. So... Uh, main goal is right now, uh, let's say for us, because it's in Italy, it's in Rome, it's the European Championship. Uh, mm -hmm. So get ready for that, uh, for that meet. And then, uh, you know, with the postpone of uh, Olympic Games, so the uh, Paris, it's like uh, near the corner, you know, it's, mm. it's already time to think about it. Yeah. Uh, and for me this season was very hard because of several meet several competition like we have uh, mediterranean games uh, we have university games uh, and then uh, uh, world championship european championship we need to change our uh, strategy to to build up the the season mm. and uh, isl helped us a lot uh, because of that because of this several competition like for two two months and a half, three months and a half, and you need to be, to, you need to perform very well every every meet. Uh, it's very difficult, you know. Uh, maybe it's difficult to to reach the peak performance, uh, but you need to be good. Uh, average, it should be should be good. Uh, try to 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 be to be to be at, at your best uh, in mm -hmm. uh, for for a long time for yeah. like two months and a half yeah well listen Matteo, it's been a pleasure getting to know you more um good luck with everything this season good luck with the, the lead up to paris it's going to be a huge event obviously and then and the biggest event of your life is coming up in august so good luck with that and uh congratulations on everything okay thank you thank you brett Thank you. Right. It was a pleasure for me to be to be here, and uh, you know maybe next time with uh, with Feda. Yeah, absolutely, man. Anytime. All right. Take care, my friend. Ciao. Take care. Ciao. Event heat lane name of swimmer times and places. It's called Swim Nerd Live, and it allows the data and times from your actual scoreboard to be broadcast and viewed in real time on any smart TV, phone, or other device. There are so many things you can do with this software.
a very simple and easy to use necessity for any team or facility that is live streaming their meets results. One click on any device and they're watching your swim meet live in real time. Go to swimpractice.com to learn more.